black people don't read. Reading is fundamental. Get a book, man. Get the great stories. The great thing about reading is that it broadens your, your life. You know, we all live our lives, but I think a reader lives a hundred other lives. Welcome to Inspire Reads of Inspire Entertainment. This is our ninth episode now. We were meant to actually upload this a lot earlier on the week, but due to uh, family circumstances and us being busy, uh, it had to be delayed till Friday, which kind of puts us into a predicament because on Sunday as well, we're looking to upload um, our another reading that we're going to do. Um, <clears throat> but it is what it is. We're going to have to continue, uh, play on. And right now we've read over the week the book called The Giver, which is written by an author called Lewis Lowry, who's an American born in Hawaii. Yes. America is like, Hawaii is part of America, isn't it? I think it's so. like Alaska type of thing. So, man, I hate geography. We hate don't, geography. Don't ask me, don't go ahead. Sure, no, I mean, I think, you it's know the capital of England, I don't know. <laughs> London is my city. Yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> what I mean, what? England is my city. What am I talking about? Um, yeah, so. <coughs> Uh, this book here, The Giver, is based on a future, like, heuristic dystopia where guys, uh, I don't know what, this kid called Jonas, he's in, um, like, a place which is sort of, like, dictated, uh, like, everyone in the community is dictated very heavily by the community elders, and essentially what they do is that for every child they set them a role which then they'll have to complete throughout the rest of their lives until they grow old um and it's our first what sci-fi book of the series yeah um and we thought you know what give this one a try we heard a lot of people talking about it and a lot of people did we yeah well i did did you yeah i actually did Uh, a couple of colleagues at uh, my school, no, not school work. All over the place. All aren't you? over the place today. Yeah, you know, I mean, it is what yeah, it is. It's something the hosting job isn't easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um, what are we done? Joking. Um, yeah. So. Can we talk about my thoughts are coming in? Coming in. Yeah, coming into reading the book. Oh okay. Yeah, go for it. All right. So that's that's, that's something we want to hear. All right. So. <laughs> all right. So um, when I was coming into this book, um. We, we were trying to pick a book for the week I wanted to read a sci-fi book because I had enough of serious books so I was like I need to like have something that's a bit more relaxed to read it doesn't have such a deep message like every week we've just been reading deep stuff and um, the reason because of, the reason for that is because uh, most of the time we pick po- we pick popular books I was almost a tongue twister there we pick popular books yeah and most of these popular books have a deep message behind them otherwise they wouldn't be so popular I don't think there's any like like popular book that's just nonsense in terms of the meaning or the moral behind it behind the story so yeah we picked another uh, I asked around and I was like I want to read something short but sci-fi um, and something that that's like 200 pages or something like that mm. and yeah someone recommended very specific yeah. yeah I was I was very specific because <laughs> I wanted to enjoy this one a bit and not have to like grind through it you know mm. and yeah someone recommended it um, it was that or another book I don't remember and uh, they recommended it, and I was like, I'll give it a go. Um, and when I was when I, when I heard it was two hundred pages, I was like, How are they gonna fit a whole sci-fi book in two hundred pages and mm. make it good? You know, and I was a bit apprehensive of that. And um, that led to like I, I read the book, I enjoyed it, but 
um, the apprehensiveness that I felt before mm. in terms of like how, how I expected it to be, I, I think uh, it met my expectations. So, um, what do you mean? Was it like rushed a bit or what? I just felt. Remember how I was saying before, um, when I like normally when I'm reading a book, mm. I read it. I read the beginning. I read, I read the whole thing, and I'm just like, if the ending doesn't end well, yeah, then I'm not gonna. I, I can't say overall I enjoyed the book. Yeah. Because it left a bad taste in my mouth most of the most of the time, and that's like because it's like the ending middle of the book when you close the book. This is the last thing you felt about yeah, the yeah, book yeah, here, yeah, yeah. and it's hard to be objective about the rest of the book. So I read the book, um, and the ending for me was a bit weak. So it left a bad taste in my mouth, mm. and um, I expected that be it being two hundred pages. I wanted to be surprised. I wanted to say two hundred pages. That's that's gonna be like something that. I'll, I'll enjoy it I can relax I can just read it in my leisure yeah. time without having to sit for hours and read it I can read it like I can read it in my spare time instead mm. of having to sit down and have an allocated reading time yeah my bad so like, when we're reading other books normally I'd have to sit down for hours and have that allocated reading time because they're, they're like longer books or they have yeah. deeper meanings and so I was like yeah I need a, a smaller book that I can read in my free time when I'm travelling or whatever and uh, yeah, I, I I saw the two hundred pages and I was like, yo, bingo, but it kind of met my expectations. I think for me, because uh, like I already well on on the beginning of the book said it was like one out of a series, so like what's it? Yeah, there's actually a series. It's like four books. What? Yeah. Do you think that was it? Yeah, man. That one book. No, nah, that's why. You tripping, I asked, dog. I asked for a standalone sci-fi. Nah, it wasn't even standalone. There was like, there's like four books that came out with it. Damn. Yeah. So you, I mean, obviously the ending. If it if it was just that, it would have been. You know, what I mean, it would have not been great. It would have just been like, what the hell was yeah, this exactly. about? Yeah. But, I mean, that's the impression I have now. Yeah. Because I specifically asked for a standalone, standalone sci-fi book mm. that we don't have to read a whole series. Because obviously, like doing a series on a podcast is going to be, maybe we'll do that in the future, but it's a bit difficult. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I was like, I initially thought it was going to be standalone as well, and then that's exactly why I, I, and then, I picked it. And then afterwards, I was just doing a bit of research into it, and then it was actually one of four. I was like, Ooh. Mm. but then again, like so, I had. A different mindset I was like okay so I'm right. guessing <laughs> I had to put that I had to say it you know what I mean um, so I was like I'm guessing that this is gonna be like that she's only gonna put um, like the first beginning part you know just like getting people into the world and the story and stuff like that and what what this is about without actually getting into anything too intense mm. so when when the end it did come I was just like yeah, you know what I mean? This is a good way to end for the next book. Yeah. Obviously, now in hindsight, yeah. Obviously. In hindsight, yeah. But that's, that's, the, that's the thing. Am I going to read the, re- the the next three now? Does does that does you knowing that it's one of four change anything? Yeah. It's an interesting book. It's an interesting concept. Yeah. And I enjoyed it until the end because I thought it was a standalone novel. <laughs> so... Um, I'm gonna have to read the next three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, yeah. before we continue, let's just stop here for our daily, not daily, weekly dose of challenges. Huh? Yeah, yeah this, uh, this hosting dose, thing is. <laughs> a dose of challenges. Not daily. So, no the we take dose, no. <laughs> <Inject> directly. <laughs> um, Let me just say something, yeah. I was editing the preview clip for the podcast, yeah. yeah. I was trying to 
I, I, I already spoke to Shamal yesterday about it and I was like um, I was trying to pick certain clips out of the podcast different episodes I, I was trying to listen back to all of them and try and pick like interesting clips and um, because originally when we released the podcast we just released it as is we don't have any preview or anything so I was like yeah we need to eventually make a preview and like something that we could send out to people saying like this is how the podcast goes this is what the podcast is about and yeah I, I made the preview and it took me ages purely because when I was going through the audio, oh my god, what a struggle! Like, <laughs> I, like me, I'm the main culprit. I make it so hard. <laughs> I make it so hard because I speak fast and um, I don't take too much like breaths between. I don't take too much yeah. pauses. Yeah, so it was it was very hard to come to like find specific moments where I could like put them together and make it like like make it sound interesting and make it sound like malleable in terms of um, it just smoothly flows you know without without it sounding like too abrupt you get what i mean like you don't want it to sound like um them 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 discs that the audio them, them cassette tapes are just damaged and like, rrr, rrr, rrr. yeah <laughs> so yeah we make it so hard for us ourselves so, like if you are planning to start a podcast or anything i'd advise you to like like um pay, pay attention to how you speak and try and slow down a bit like me um, I, I'm like the opposite of that, so I'm trying to focus on that as well. I was like, let me let me let Shamaki host today and, and and trying to concentrate on my own speech. <laughs> and hopefully, I, I think I'm gonna make another preview clip. <laughs> but yeah, so if you are planning on starting a podcast, um, just keep that in mind. If you want to make a preview clip or something, just try and um, slow down your speech. Like every now and then, pause, have a little break, instead of just going blah, 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 all, all the way. So yeah. It was interesting making the clip, and I think it came out decent. It for, did. Yeah, it came yeah. out well. So, yeah, just keep that in mind. But yeah, go ahead, Shmaki. Yeah. So on to the challenges. Um, my question to you is, and it's sort of relevant to the book that we've read, and that is, when you was a child, mm. right? What What is it that you wanted to become? I'm still a child now. Yeah, who did you want to be? <laughs> Not who, but like, what What did you want to do when you grew up? What did I want to do when I grew up? I'm telling you, man. I, this kid, yeah, this kid here, he didn't have a brain. <laughs> he was just an animal running around. By this kid, I don't who, think, who's yeah, this I'm, kid? That kid that was, that was me that 10 was years, 15 years back. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I don't think I, I, I don't think I ever thought about it. Mm. I, I don't think I literally ever thought about it until people started asking me them kind of questions yeah. when I was like finished secondary school when I was like 10, 15, 16, or whatever. I, yeah. I, I literally didn't think about it. And obviously, growing up, you see all these. All these things that you're influenced by, like uh, footballers, yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that, yeah, the typical bait ones. There's nothing interesting. I'm not gonna say something like some rocket engine, like <laughs> rocket engine. Rocket engine. <laughs> you wanted to be the rocket engine. Oh, okay. <laughs> nah, forget that. Just the part. I wanted to be the guy that's testing the rocket. <laughs> Send me to Mars, man. That's <laughs> how. So nah, I was, I was boring. I was boring with her. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think I, um, writing. I I, I kind of low-key wanted to be an author because I read so many books. And mm. I, yeah, I always like low-key wanted to write a book. So yeah, maybe that that was like in the back of my head. So Do you feel that. like because like your parents weren't doing something that you wanted to get into, yeah, that that time. didn't give you any inspiration? Big time. Um, I think that's a big factor in a lot of issues in our community in terms of people not knowing, not knowing what they want to do. Mm. Because I think I, I see people that like instantly know what they want to do. I look at their parents, and the majority of them are like parents that are doing things. Yeah. yeah, they're already professional. They've done all these different things. Mm. So, like I said before in our previous episodes about education, experiencing things as a child 
affects how you think and it gives you ideas for what you want to be like in the future. Yeah. So um, I don't I think I had enough of that. Obviously, I'm not going to blame anyone. It's just what it is, what it is. But yeah, that, that's it for me. What about you? Yeah, um, initially for me, it was just, I just wanted to be a footballer. Yeah. <laughs> so that's literally, it wasn't something um, like amazing or like, I never wanted to be like a writer or any like store the storytelling aspect of my life like the creativity came then you want to be a dancer later on i just had the skill and I, that's what it is i was just born with it <laughs> i was moonwalking at three you know what i mean i didn't know what i was that's doing like, yeah, I you, you didn't you didn't start off walking you started off moonwalking yeah you know the whole lot pop and locking um and yeah like for example uh, I don't know why I'm saying for example I'm not even saying the sentence but um, with the inspiration uh, thing due to the whole parents thing um, the reason why I brought that up was because I went to like um, in my uni they allowed us to go to you know one of these top like property firms mm -hmm. in, in central London mm -hmm. and um, when I was there he would, the guy was like the head of recruitment was talking to me and what firms head of recruitment yeah like of the graduate recruitment okay and I was, as i was just looking around like all of the directors and all of the like guys at the top were just like white every single person yeah. there was white and, and i think i was like the mountain effect that's what i call it maybe i think i was like the f like there was only about three black people there yeah you know what i mean um and there were like um other graduates that and I wanted to get into the firm. What? Like other like students, basically. No, uh, you when you say so, you mean there were no black employees? No, yeah, literally there was okay. no black employees. Like all of them were white. Yeah. Um and and because they were the directors, uh, obviously they've got black employees in their ranks. Yeah. But somewhere. not like at at the top in it, at the top of the pyramid. Mm -hmm. And and I was just and the head recruitment guy like kind of noticed that I was looking around and clocking at. What? Yeah, because he came up to me and well, he, he was like, you like what? You don't see any black guys around? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he, like, because he came up to me and he was like this. Um, first he goes, it's very good that, you know, because it was like the uni offered people to go to this thing. Yeah. It wasn't a thing that you had to go to. Yeah. And he was like, it's good that you came because there aren't a lot of people, like, of your ethnicity that come to it. Yeah. And then he was like, um, it's, it's a shame that a lot of kids they basically get into these positions because their parents are there and then they go through the back door and he's like he personally hates it that it happens that way but that's like the way that that it happens yeah what was his story did you ask him what how he got in it <laughs> yeah on, man. he sounds like an interesting guy man. i, I think, him, I think man. you would have got a novel out of him <laughs> yeah but he was he was he proper, an like... interesting story man i came from the gutter too man <laughs> <laughs> he worked his way up yeah he was white so you yeah, know what i mean doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. <laughs> nah, so basically, I was just like, he sort of like affirmed it, you know what I mean? Like, well, he didn't believe it until he said it. <laughs> until he said it. Like, I was like, okay, see, maybe listen, one, like, someone's off white, you know? So he didn't someone's believe it until a white man said it. Huh? What? No, because if <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. You know, what are you trying to make me do, huh? <laughs> trying to set me up. Like, we've been reading the Michael X books and you're talking like this. Nah, but what I'm saying is, like, I appreciate the fact that he, he said it like that. And then, like, yeah. um, I, I know a guy from um, Holland who basically said that in school, 
the teachers told him like bluntly like because you're black you have to work twice as hard in school in school you know what yeah you know what i mean <clears throat> so it's like for how like how does how do children like those kind of situations there think like how do they get inspiration of being something yeah that's why like most of the days if you look at like the most successful black guys which are the only black guys that young kids look up to who are black like even in the entertainment industry or like the sports industry yeah so obviously for them like everyone's just trying to run for that same goal like um and it was when i went to that property firm that i was that just like opened my eyes like rah like no one is here and because something like that can actually have an effect on so many people then it's like it's a question of can someone re- if there was like at least one black guy there mm-hmm. then it would have like sort of gave motivated. me more yeah motivated more like oh yeah look he's he's here but the the funny thing is it's actually across the board it's not just that company it's just like every other major company like the CEOs all of them are are like white males and that's that's simply because there's not enough like black males that are seeking like entrepreneurship or like to make their own businesses and Do you know I think it's just their country Huh? In their country. <laughs> it, is, it is England, so you think no, that English England, people. No, it is England. But what I'm saying is, like, top. eventually you can make it to the top if you if you persevere in it. But how do you know? Huh? That's a good. Okay, maybe maybe there's a glass ceiling. Who knows? But what I'm saying is, is like, when you're a kid, you don't like look up to that business guy. You know, why you look you? up to that footballer. Why, look why would you look at the business guy? Huh? Why would you look at business guy? No, Where's the appeal? Because like some people don't want to be like footballers, you know what I mean? Like some people, like if if like like who like who do you look at uh, from a black man like Richard Bl- Branson or like Elon Musk? There's no kids looking at them. Or like because Bill Gates they, or stuff like that. Because there are young kids that want to get into technology, want to make these things. Because there are guys like Elon Musk and stuff like that. But what I'm saying is if there was a black guy up there like that then that would be a pivotal point because then that's a new like start like a north star to for, for children to look at like oh maybe if we want to get into the tech world we're going to be like this guy you know what i mean whereas like I've, that's just like my thoughts on it that um i think if we have a lot more black people like established in uh, it's like every podcast we're just talking about this kind of stuff yeah, yeah i know i don't know Black how we got it <laughs> no but what, what i'm saying is like if there was like in different fields like at the top you know, yeah, yeah secondary not like third like at the top i agree with you but even if they're at the top you're talking about you're talking about business funding thing like that mm. what what appeal is that to the kids no like technology i understand yeah. Yeah, like making stuff and making things interesting, and like like uh, like making an iPhone or whatever mm. is interesting to some people. But in terms of like just pure money making, what appeal does that to have? To, does that have to kids? No, obviously. Um, and it's not. It's not like you see like uh, you don't see a lot of Richard Branson characters on the TV where it's being publicized everywhere, do you? No. Because it's not really interesting at the end of the day. You see, like the Apprentice and stuff, and, mm. and like, and nowadays people are, are getting interested because of that. Like, like, was it a couple months? Ago, was it two months? Was it last month, December, when the Apprentice was, was like ending the finale, and then me and you and the other friend were sitting in my house and we were watching the Apprentice. Mm. Yeah, that's when like a lot of people were watching it and a lot of people were interested in it because it was publicized. Yeah, but 
in general, it's not publicized. And even if it is publicized, the only thing that people are really interested in is the money. So like, they're not going to really be, really be interested in the process of making that money. Mm. So what appeal does that have to kids? Now, what I'm saying, well, what I was initially just going at was um, like the point of um, like the parents being in the profession and then therefore the kids being inspired. Yeah. That was the initial point I was going to obviously. So what you're saying is that we need to, all need to strive to be in high positions. So, to be, kids, so then the kids are like, you, we can actually get that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, I agree. I then agree. they're like, yeah, you know what, well, I'll be this guy, I'll be, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, whereas right now, if you look at kids and then they're like, who's the most successful guy? Like, of like, like they'll be like the footballers or. Yeah. Or, or or like the musicians or entertainers. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm just saying as well and good as that is, there needs to be like more than that because not everyone's going to be established in the creative world. One thing I'll add to that is if someone is headed that way or they're going up like they they're on the up in terms of success or financial success um and they're conscious of this issue mm. then what they should like I, I see it more and more these days but not enough so what they should do is try and say set certain organizations up set like give other opportunities to mm. other black people other people other minorities if you get what i mean so you see a lot of these white guys they're giving like they're they're, they're like i don't want to keep saying it about race at all yeah, time, yeah of course of course because that's like it's like you're, like you're like constantly looking for someone to blame yeah, like in a victim I hate, like i personally don't do that i like i don't exactly like so, so i'm saying it but but it is a reality that certain ethnicities back each other. Like I see a lot of Jewish uh, um, people, they back each other's mm. businesses. They buy each other's businesses. They go to each other's stores. Yeah. Like gold is, you go to Gold is Green, mm. and they're, they're all helping each other out in their, yeah, yeah. in their community. And we need to do the same in our community. You mm. don't see that in our communities. You just see everyone doing their own thing. Yeah, it's just whoever makes the bigger so house, like, isn't it? Yeah, so if you're doing something good and you're, you're enjoying it and you feel like it could benefit other people, then you should try and set things up so other people can like share with you and, and keep on like reproducing that and like make a circle of success per se that's, yeah, right. that's what I'd say now to to leave one topic one deep topic and to get into another deep one <laughs> if money was no object what would you do as a career be a footballer why are you asking me these kind of I ain't an interesting yeah, exactly. guy <laughs> just a boring guy man yeah, I was expecting to hear all sorts of stuff nah, man. a painter of your feet or something what do you mean it's like any realistic career in this world yeah any like what would you do like because obviously certain things I'll make I'll make videos I'll make content as as I'm doing now mm. I'm investing my own money into things mm. because I enjoy it I like making videos. I like making things that like um, I like like editing videos like that preview clip yeah, right. I made. I, I enjoyed doing that, even though it took me long. I enjoyed mm. every part of it. The process, yeah. So, of course, I'll, I'll do what I enjoy. So, yeah, making videos, making things that uh, other people can find beneficial mm. and entertaining. That, uh, that's yeah, pretty much it. To be honest, I I, I think everyone will, will say the same thing. To be honest, so uh, is it really that deep of a I'll, topic? I would say a farmer. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. What kind like, of farmer? Huh? <laughs> like, a like, Bitcoin farmer? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've always been attracted to the rural life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Owning sheep and cows and. Why? Huh? 
I don't know. I don't know why. Like it, there's like so, there's a warm, fuzzy feeling <laughs> in my chest whenever I think of. Who would have thought this guy wanted to be a farmer? Yeah. Going out there dancing in the in the farmlands. Know, if, yeah. If you don't see me for a while, <laughs> I'm out there. <laughs> oh man, that's that's so random. That good. It's, uh, yeah, things are just random here. Okay, and the final one. If you could be a historical character. Right, who would you be? Historical character. Yeah, anyone in the past, of course. Anyone in the past. Who would I? Who would you be, and what would you change, like, of them? I don't know, man. There's a lot of. Like, I think a lot of people will say like conqueror, like people that 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 won wars and stuff. Yeah. But. Uh, say a peasant in medieval Italia. <laughs> you guys are throwing their throwing their urine at some other windows. <laughs> Living on boats on Venice. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know about this. It's a is a big question. There's a lot of historical figures out there, and a lot of them have done big things. A lot of them have done a lot of them have done interesting things as religious figures. Mm. I don't know, man. What would you say then? I'll I'll try and think of mine. I was actually hoping you'd come up with something. God, uh, you think buy I'm... me time. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought the question, man. Yeah, no, but I never. You know what I mean? I, he... I like to keep it spontaneous. I could have thought of the answer, and then now it would have been. You know what I mean? I'm fair on you. I would have came in like, <laughs> here it is. <laughs> like, are you saying like, what time would you want to live in as well? Yeah. So obviously, with the character that you choose, you'd be living in that time period. Mm. But when I mean like, what would you change? Like a lot of them have made mistakes. So like, would you rectify those Who's mistakes? Made a mistake? So for example, uh, that you'd wanna be. Hmm. Who's made a mistake that you'd, that you'd wanna be? That's a good point. Um, That's what I'm saying. Cause you don't like, wanna be him if you're <laughs> just making mistakes like that. <laughs> no, like there's a lot of people on the up, like uh, Napoleon, who's the emperor of France. Yeah. Until he decided to attack everyone. Uh, let, me, let me say something. Um, in terms of where, like, at the end of the day, you're, you're thinking about what area you want to live in. Mm. And personally, I wouldn't want to live in any other area than what we're living in, in now or we're living in the future. <laughs> so, like, like, bro, like, bro, I have so many things. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, look at your phone. You got a compass, you got a torch, you got a calendar, you got, you got a sat nav, you know, A to Z. Oh, my days. <laughs> bro, you, like, Let's be honest. Like you're not gonna realistically want to live in another era. Like most of us aren't. Yeah. You know, back in the day, it was the kings that used to have hot baths. Yeah. So everyone has hot. You know, yeah, what I mean? like yeah, that's the, a good the, point. the you have now, like the kings used to have. We're living like kings. Yeah, exactly. Back in, back exactly. in the past. Exactly. So why would you want to go to another era? <laughs> you know what? You smashed it. <laughs> Let me just be me now, man. <laughs> okay, I don't know about that. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! God, disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be me now, man. You be you now. Yeah, I'm gonna change the thing. Very honourable. I would, I think I would be. This guy's gonna say some dictator. Watch. Nah, I'll be. Yeah, buddy. I think I'll be like Elon Musk. What now? Yeah. Yeah. Just coming up with all sorts of like futuristic stuff. You know what I mean? I'll, I like. I feel like whoever makes the hoverboard. But look, Elon Musk is gonna yeah, win in life. Elon Musk, he's made Tesla so far. Mm. What else has he done? He's trying to it's SpaceX as well. Yeah, but he's has he done to, it? Huh? Has he done it? Well, you I mean, can't consider him. You can't consider him a historical character yet. Rocks and that have, rockets and that have been made. You know what I mean? So what, some, he's going places. <laughs> you know what I mean? Things are happening. We'll see. You know, we'll see. Some stuff are down the pipeline. You know. <clears throat> 
So yeah, you're saying he's he's a historical figure for something he hasn't done yet. You know, you you, so you, you flipped it. You flipped the script. <laughs> I, was, I just started thinking, and then I was like, hmm. First was gonna be someone like you know, um, like Saladino, like these conquerors. Yeah. And then I was just like, then that's a you, typical answer, though. Yeah. Then you just said like, and I wouldn't want to live in the past. Yeah. <laughs> I actually wouldn't. Well, <laughs> Listen, mate, you could live your farmer life over there, but no, <laughs> you could live it here as well, man. Yeah, you you can, can still have your phone. Much better, is that? <laughs> yeah, After man. hard work. You, you know have a tractor, I mean? you, don't have, you don't need to have a donkey and a car. Yeah. <laughs> and like oxes and stuff yeah, like exactly, that. Exactly, man. You don't, have to do, you don't have to till the ground with your hands. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll be mean, man. This guy says he's going to be Elon Musk. Fair enough. No, so I'll change, like. Change your name. And change his name. <laughs> Religion. <Yeah>. Fundamentals. <laughs> <laughs> and then with the money it's like alright I'll, I'll firstly make the hoverboard alright then <laughs> then 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 I would make you could be in on history and then the first thing you make is a hoverboard <laughs> yeah come on if you make a hoverboard you smash it innit? it's like yo you could be anyone in history in any era yeah, I told you how many times and then he said the, the first change he's gonna make is make the hoverboard <laughs> forget history okay let's say time period Oh man, because we can't say someone else in the future, can we? We don't know anyone of the future. <laughs> what if you make the whole voyage? Is them dead? Is dead? Is dead? Do a what do you call it? <laughs> the one with the wheels. What? That's not really hoverboards. Nah, I know it's not. People, people are calling it hoverboards. Nah, nah, nah. I'm talking about off the ground. Yeah, I know, I know. Obviously, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the back to the future kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but this time much higher as well. Yeah, obviously back to the future. Not still that a bit, floor, bit like, you know what I mean? But yeah, I think it already exists to be honest. What, flying hoverboards, yeah. What? Have you seen the drone thing? There's a, there's a, that thing where the drone uh, man, a man yeah, drone. Yeah, I know, I know. But yeah, so like, I guarantee you, there's a hoverboard out there. Yeah, Come on, man. If I'm a drone's out legit there, legit hoverboard. I'm talking like. <laughs> yeah, I know what you sides. mean. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, some someone's made it, but it's just like health and safety and stuff like that. Yeah, sorry to kill away dreams, bro. Nah, I don't care. <laughs> I'll I'll make the best one there ever was. Continue. All right, and those are. The questions, what the challenges? Food for thought, mate. Yeah, food for thought. That's what it is. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. That's it. Finally, it's <laughs> yeah. done. Yeah. Yo, look, two weeks in a row. I said that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah. So that's the end of the food for thought section, and now we're going to get on to the book, right? So in this book, there is like a main pivotal point for the the children of the community. But before we get into that it would be best to start off with a bit of context so in this so the story is based on um the point of view of a kid called jonas who lives in this community where literally everything is like planned out and systematically made like um the parents that are there are are matched you know what i mean it's not like they found each other and 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 they came like you know fell in love and all that there's none of that they they the elders of the community which are the people that run it they match them together and then they essentially apply for a child um does the woman give birth to a child how does the child thing work no 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 this is what i was confused about. i, I, so don't, I don't know how the child so works this is a society mm. where every single person in the society their role in society is determined yeah at a certain age so they observe a child throughout no, their no, whole talking, life. I'm talking like how I'm getting on to oh, okay, okay. I'm giving them some more context. They observe a child throughout their whole life, mm. and then at the age of twelve, they're given an, like they're given their role for life, the rest of their yeah. career, based on what their strengths and weaknesses are. Which I think is a little bit iffy. There's a lot of things that I think are iffy in this book. 
well, one of the assignment, one of the one of these roles are birth mother. Yeah, and that's basically no, okay. Yeah, basically a cat, like a cow, like a cattle for breeding. So yeah, yeah. so I was like, is there a birth no, father as well? Maybe, but but this is what I'm thinking. If my like my if my theory is correct, mm. you're saying these, you're saying they're given these roles at twelve years old, and they're being told you're going to be given birth. No, they they don't start straight away. They go through training. Yeah, that's she was, she, they go through the breeding. She wasn't techniques. clear about that. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't. That's what I was even. I, I was, I was like, up. how do the babies come about? Yeah, exactly. You know, because like essentially, what it is is that the parents apply for a baby, and then like what happens is the the birth mother gives birth to a baby, and then that baby gets given a number, and then um, there's like a ceremony type of thing and then the babies get called out so like number 23 will go to this uh like family unit that's what they're called family units it's a very structured society yeah and uh, and and that's how the baby essentially goes and grows up in the family it's not he's not like genetically from any of the parents it's just like here's this baby here it is for you essentially so Um, what are you going to say next yeah and i was just going to go into the twelve. 12 yeah I was gonna say before we do all that mm. um, when, when you started reading the book like when, when you started getting into it yeah what did you like how did you perceive the world as you started reading it because in my head I was perceiving it as like some bright colorful futuristic place and yeah I thought like very um, very like white for some reason yeah like, like very like, opaque, white like, buildings yeah. like like a clean gray like like light gray floor yeah literally like <laughs> some weird some weird place yeah essentially it is a weird place but uh, it was just like yeah it was very like opaque like I wouldn't like everything was just like yeah I don't know I don't have anything to compare it to so yeah okay let me let me give some more context go for it so man like Jonas here the main character man like Jonas (laughs) yeah him he um so he's like getting to the age of twelve where they're about to have their ceremony where they're gonna give them, they're gonna be given their roles their assignments for life basically, <laughs> and uh, and like him his personality is he's always questioning and stuff and then he starts noticing some weird things like mm. um he's playing catch with an apple, and then uh, the apple starts to sh- like blur or something and like flash it, yeah it has a change and he notices that and then, he, and then he's like oh what's going on and then um. The thing is, those words are what's going on. (laughs) Throughout the whole thing, the the writer is given the connotation that the the society is very structured and everything's being watched very closely, but everyone seems happy, you know? Mm. No one seems to be complaining, no one seems to be asking questions. And obviously, like, when you're reading that, you're just like, yo, what's going on here? There's something Mm. off about this whole place. And then Jonas like it seems like everyone seems like they're calm in it because like he's got a family blah 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 and he's going to school he's going to the, yeah he, everyone seems calm in it as as you don't see any like conflicts or anything yeah you don't see any questions being asked you just see it as a normal world and then, people accept it for how it is and it they yeah just live yeah and then um, some like weird statements are made like um, one an airplane flies over the 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 city like right in the beginning mm. and then the speaker of this like they have a speaker throughout like speakers throughout the city and, and the, the speaker says that the, the the pilot of the airplane uh, um just made a wrong turn and they were in training it's safe to say they're going to be released and then really the whole sorry the whole concept of being released is that 
they get released from the community and no one knows that, no no one knows what that means mm. so he he sees this shimmer in the apple and then it continues on and then um he, he, he they give a bit more context about the family and that his father like I, I don't want to give a lot too many spoilers but if we're going to talk about the story there's going to be spoilers to be honest <laughs> it's, it's going to be tough to circle around them but yeah the family the father of the family he's he's a he's a nurturer that's his role and nurturer means like someone that, that, that raises kids basically yeah. yeah and then they're talking about how um, in that society if the kid's not strong enough or so, like if they they don't seem to be fit in the community standards and they'll get released yeah <laughs> so I'm like the whole time or, or if there's like twins yeah and one the of smaller them one gets the, yeah, the smaller one gets released goes to a place called elsewhere yeah. and no one really knows where elsewhere is that's what they say yeah so yeah you're, you're thinking about like all of this sounds a bit booky like all this sounds a bit weird to, to you as the reader and you, like like we've read so many things where like this whole se- like we've, re- we've seen the Hunger Games we've seen all these kind of things all these sci-fi like books or films and you, you get the idea that it's like something negative is happening to these people here and then um, the, the ceremony happens where the ceremony of 12 that's what they called it and basically the every all the kids that are at the age of 12 they get assigned a role um, for life and then that's when the the story of the giver starts basically you want to continue from there yeah and um basically the giver so to to basically before we get on to the giver there's uh the crucial point to mention is that um as the kids are like turning 11 uh there's the elders they start like monitoring each kid to see what he's interested in to see what they like what attributes they have so then they can put them into like different types of workforces so for example if they're very interested like they've got these training hour things so if they go to like care homes or the house of old which is known as and they they spend their most of their training time there and they're good with you know looking after old people then they get assigned to looking after the old people as their job um and so the elders are looking at jonas and seeing what he's good at but he himself like is wondering what he's good at and he can't like pick up anything specific whereas his friends like one of them likes um you know looking after the old for example nurturing but he doesn't like say he think to himself that yeah i've got something which i personally like and then that's when the ceremony of 12 happens so the elders they basically call up each child and then they say you're gonna be this person and then they basically tell them you know thank you for your childhood because from here on in they're gonna be training and then after that they're just gonna be working till they go old and then they they call out each baby by the number that he was given when he was born and Jonas doesn't get called out right until the end and everyone's like oh, oh wow um, like what's going on and then that's when he basically gets told that he's going to be a receiver a receiver is basically the one in the local co- in the community who who has like um, who knows all the memories so like the history uh, the past things that have happened um, and is able to see things like color because they they can't see color everyone sees everything is the same everyone's literally the same um whereas the receiver's like outside of that because he knows the history like what's this happened before thing. and stuff like that this is the thing it's difficult to give to give that much context because 
as as I said before, I expected it to be a one uh, one off book. Uh, yeah, it was it's, mm. it's part of a series, so we don't like we can't give as much detail as we want. Mm. Um, but in terms of the, the the receiver, that role is basically a role that only one person, one person in the gets, whole yeah. community gets, and they don't like most of them don't know what that is, what he does. Mm. And he just seems a bit separate from the people. And then later on, we find out that um, when he starts his role as a receiver. Um, it turns out that it's, it's like a it's a a man who is given the role of retaining the memory of the community. So any yeah. not just com- community, like everything that happened in the world. Before, yeah. And there's this weird concept that he 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 transfers memories over. From, like he's he's holding all these memories in his head, and he transfers them all over, like using his 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 hands mm. to another human being, basically to another receiver. So like yeah, this is and a, each time he does. If he you don't read the book, it's gonna sound very weird. <laughs> Yeah, so the idea is that this whole community is structured in such a way that everyone is shielded from pain, from, um, from like basically shielded from choices. Mm. So they're not other choices. So the concept of uh, they have they call it the concept of sameness, so yeah. being the same. Everyone's the same. Everyone's given uh, everyone's given a role. No one has a choice. Yeah. So that that whole concept is interesting because in a in a, like you, you see it as like a sort of utopia world, and like where everything is, everyone's nice and happy. But then you re- realize like later on that it's like no one actually has a choice. No one, yeah. um, no one really has a. No one really like questions anything because they know no better. Like, yeah, they know no better. From birth, they've just, they've just been given no choices. They've yeah. just been assigned assigned. And then when they get them. old, they get released, and then that's it. So like, they don't know anything about who they are or apart from the the family unit that they've been given and the task which they've been assigned and um it's very interesting that the character jonas he's like our eyes into the memories of like things that have happened before like there was a old receiver as well who basically um which failed as the task of being the receiver which obviously it would be a major spoiler if i was to say why um so let me just say another thing yeah so they um somehow the society has brainwashed everyone in the society to basically not question anything and then they're, they're not even allowed to see color like somehow they can't even see colors mm. so um when i mentioned that flickering that when the apple when he he saw something ha- weird happen to the apple basically he saw some colors for the first time so basically um like originally you see the world as some white place like that's what i was saying like how did you see the world before yeah and then you realize that none of these people can see any colors from there like so that's crazy don't you think like yeah. imagine taking away a sense of colors just because you don't want to give people a choice yeah so everyone sees the same thing as like just different shades of gray maybe <laughs> but, um yeah that, uh, that whole take, concept um pills like every morning yeah to stop that and to also stop um getting, sexual feelings yeah sexual feelings as well so they don't fall in love and all of this stuff like yeah. everything is literally like Dictation. dictated yeah their so whole lives now that I know that as a series now I'm more interested in it because when I, when I read <laughs> when I read the idea that it's a one off look I was like ha, like it doesn't make any sense like why would like, who's controlling all of this um, mm. why would they give so much power to the receiver because then you find out because everyone's been monitored like like their houses have like everyone's been monitored in every way from birth to death so their houses have, have speakers in them but then you find out that the receiver he doesn't have he's not getting monitored and yeah, because he can switch he his thing lot, on and off yes and he has a lot of freedom yeah. and I was just thinking why did they give him freedom 
like he has so much power like if he wanted he could do a madness um, but obviously if you um, read it and understand the concept of the receiver it, it makes a bit more sense because essentially he's holding all the memories of the whole community including pain including beautiful moments so he's like constantly burdened by it yeah and he's got that responsibility because um, they don't want to they don't want to go through that burden as well so yeah. they basically push it all on him to him yeah. to hold it for the whole community um, so every memory including any painful moments in life any uh, any any good moments in life they they have it as a as a memory in his head and no one else can can share those memories so it is a mad concept and uh, now I'm gonna definitely have to read the rest of it cause, hmm. uh, what do you think of uh, like the whole ceremony of twelve. Like, imagine if that was happening now. Like, um, let's say from primary school, they checked out kids to see what they were into, and then they just chucked them into. It. Like, for example, if a kid was very good at like technology, yeah. like sort of he not like obviously he can't be amazing as a kid, but like into just fusing wires together and doing all these like type of stuff. And yeah, I agree. Basically, that. just chuck him into technology. For the rest of his life, I said it before. I, I say it again. In terms of like kids, I think they should be given choices, but I think that they they should also be directed in a way that you can see what their interests are, and um, by by seeing that, then you can like help them choose a career essentially. Mm. So I kind of agree. Because <laughs> essentially, that's what it's doing. It's basically yeah. seeing what the kid likes, yeah, and then saying, "Do you want to have a career in that?" Exactly. But obviously, the way that they do it is is just like that's it. You're not allowed to change at any point in your life if you ever feel it's a different way. Yeah, you way. can't. Then you can obviously ask for release, and, <laughs> and then, then you find out. Then you find out that release essentially means that. Nah, you can't. You can't get it like that. they can guess. They can guess anyway. You can guess what release means, man. You can't do that to them. Anyway, I want to read the next few books. Think about Lois, mate. You're gonna kill. You're gonna kill potential readers for her. All right, so yeah, read the book and um, think like tell us what you think about it as well. It's interesting, but yeah, I'm gonna have to read the rest of it now because yeah. it didn't make any sense to me. No, there are also like a lot of important topics which she touches upon, um, like like how she indirectly talks about because there's a memory where um, the journalist kid uh, is shown like a home where there is a family, like the grandparents are there. And their parents are there, and like everyone, and it's like warm, and he's he's like, what's this feeling? And and they give us like it's, it's love, um, and and the way that she's sort of asking questions, like how we take these things for granted, mm. that's like the feeling that I got from it. And also, there was there was a, <laughs> there was another part where the giver takes Jonas to like Africa, uh, like back in the day back in the day what because they're like set in the future so it's like in our times mm. and they're the showing war. yeah and they're showing war and like suffering. people being killed and suffering and, and he sees like, someone die for the first time basically. yeah and he's like what like like what is all of this like what's this madness yeah because like, he's never felt pain in his life yeah before. like why are people doing this to each other mm. um and and also the whole fact of like how when they're keeping the dreams that um, there's always that balance between pain and pleasure. Yeah. So like, without pain, we can never really understand what pleasure is. For example, if like let's say we were never, if, there, if it was never cold, we would never like appreciate how warm our homes are and stuff yeah. like that. And vice versa. Yeah. So she was. So like, 
she she did it in a very smart way where she sort of like makes you ask yourself the questions of like look what we have now and like how we take it for granted yeah uh which was very smart and on top of that also the importance of individuality okay so you want to just quickly address that question yourself what question what question the sameness yeah so someone sent in a question one of, mm-hmm. our, one of our fans I'm joking I'm not joking <laughs> one of our fellow readers this guy huh? <laughs> one of our fellow readers sent us a question and um, they said they were, they were basically asking about what we think of the concept of sameness and do you think it's something that could work in real life and they said that personally oh this is quote yeah from them personally I think on one hand it could it could work by not having any of our past memories maybe racism and discrimination wouldn't exist and by having something like the ceremony of 12 maybe we wouldn't have as many homeless people now I didn't think of that before mm. it, was like quite it was actually a point in the book where um, on the other hand sorry, sorry okay, okay. our lives would be a lot worse <laughs> I guess if we, if we wouldn't have history to learn from so we'd just repeat it which could be worse than the situation we're in now and then what would we be repeating if we never knew history if we never nah man what? if there was like conflicts in history and we didn't learn from those conflicts then we would just repeat those conflicts wouldn't we we just keep on killing each other etc even though we do anyway <laughs> mm. it's, it's a bit good I also would love to know who your favourite characters were who's your favourite character Jonas of course you know what I'm gonna go for the, you, don't give, you don't get given a lot of options I'm gonna go for the receiver, the receiver. Yeah. I'm gonna go for the, yeah. because the receiver essentially also they're the same guy man the, the problem Jonas and the receiver are the same guy he's the same guy yeah. I feel I, no, I feel like he's actually the same person just back in time some, yeah. somehow maybe maybe I feel like they just are we trouble just again and again and again you never know we'll have to read the rest of it but and well she also says that yeah but what I was about to say was um, but he doesn't say his name either does he yeah, the, the, the receiver doesn't the receiver. say his name yeah yeah so you think it's something that could work in real life definitely not because at the end of the day all of us want our choices we all want our comforts so we're <laughs> yeah but what I'm thinking of is in terms of like let's say you was born into it yeah like how would you know what the and hell you want Essentially, you would sort of. Eventually, you'll start questioning in. things. Would you though? Yeah. How? Oh. I think that whole idea that they're all being brainwashed is a bit. No, but the thing is, I think they would be questioned, the questioning yet, but What's it scared? would be internally because you can't actually ask questions. Yeah. No one can ask it except the. Uh, it's basically a dictation. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. If it, if it was to happen in real life, it would be a dictatorship and. Morally, it's very wrong. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, it can't. It would. It would never happen in real life. And and I'm glad of that because it, it is a is a sick world to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's just from the one book. So I think we should revisit this when we read all the books. Mm. Uh, I remember when I was like a lot younger on, and I was thinking of like. I remember prison. I used to play like remember Civilization. Of course, it was I like a game right. which was like. So there's like different classes of people. Yeah. I would like have the warrior group which is just like whoever wants to be part of the army yeah you can be part of the army then you've got the teachers and you've got those the laborers you know what i mean and then you've got like um the guys who do the middle job whatever the hell that is and then it's the middle job i don't know like so you've got the laborers who are fixing <laughs> it teachers. who are making the country the PE teachers <laughs> that, can, that can be supply teachers <laughs> for any other job those are just the teachers they cover geography too no 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 that's stuff yeah, so basically just like five different classes of people, right? And then essentially the child 
kind of says you know what I, I'm, I'm into this I'm into that I want to be an engineer yeah so he goes into that and then I feel like if you hone a kid into engineering then he's gonna come up with something crazy if like you give him 20 years just do your thing yeah. so yeah I agree with the fact that if you give kids the option of like pursuing what they want yeah. and then giving them the tools to succeed then yeah 100% it would just be a bit hard obviously um, convincing a lot of people to be in the military if they've got so like the other options which are <laughs> more violent funny, you know what I mean? <laughs> they're violent at birth you're going in <laughs> they count the kicks in the stomach before yeah. they even born <laughs> and then divide them up into the navy and all of that stuff yeah yeah and then and then i then i just feel like the country would be specialized everyone would be specialized in certain things like if if you need like if the time of war comes you've got your guys for that you know like ants that's how they do it yeah that's how the they get in the bus. this is the, this is interesting because once I was, I was watching a documentary about ants and they're and, genius and, as a youtube they even uh, have it was on youtube places. yeah it was on youtube the documentary and then someone in the comments was saying like I don't know why I just looked at the comments and someone said uh, um, why can't uh, why can't we be, be like this like there's so much stru- structure in the ant world yeah. everything just makes sense everything's running smoothly the queen's giving buff pop 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 like that <laughs> that's her job <laughs> everyone has their jobs even the queen that's what they're saying yeah. there and then someone underneath that right directly underneath that said but none of them have a choice none of them are, none of them can do what they want if one of them like says yo I want to be the queen too like they'll get killed yeah, yeah but here's the thing but none of them can be the queen except the queen like you're born with the wings you know what I mean then you're the queen then you've got a saying. chance to they fight don't, they don't have a choice whatever the queen wants to, whatever the queen wants to chill out yeah, then <laughs> stop breathing then she can just like fly away isn't it? but here's the thing like like I feel like yeah it would never work man I don't think it would work because human beings are free will <laughs> exactly obviously and they're a bit you know what I mean they're a bit cocky how are you meant to calm these guys down <laughs> With YouTube By these force, days, you know what what you mean? Mean? I mean, I don't know how North Korea is doing it, <laughs> but essentially, North Korea has actually got this concept going they on. Got this like, concept. I feel like in the haircuts, everyone. Job. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's, what are they doing down there? You know what I mean? Everyone's they, got a haircut. They're cut off from the world, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like they. It's, it's like maybe the story is based on North Korea. <laughs> maybe who knows? Yeah. So essentially, and uh, the Kim Jong Un is the receiver. <laughs> The hold of all memory. Yeah, <laughs> it uh, makes sense, man. Yeah, it does. It does. All right, it all makes sense. I don't need. I don't need to read all the other <laughs> His first job was to make nukes. <laughs> he knows what's coming. <laughs> all right, I think we should wrap it up then. Yeah, we're back in Java U, by the way. If you if you don't know, uh, Java U Pellington. They're very nice people. Which have housed housed us. Three we're times. They housed us there. Um, which have housed us. <laughs> we have been homeless. Oh, the water. <laughs> We have been homeless with the podcast. <laughs> Just we've been given we've been given some opportunities to shoot other places. Yeah, like circumstances haven't allowed us to do mm. that. We've been very busy these, these uh, this Last week. Weeks, yeah. yeah, but yeah, we'll be back again on Sunday, and we'll be reading Malcolm X, the autobiography. And we've already started reading it. It's a bloody fat book, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, what in this, in terms of the giveaway, would you rate out of ten? Would I read it? I'm gonna have to read it. the rest of it. I can't read it now. So far, if, if, if I was three as a standard, I would have said five, man. Well, obviously, yeah, because yeah. the end was just like, yeah, you know I'm I mean? just like, yo, but yeah, if if I'm gonna guess where it's going, I'll I'll give it I'll give it a nine. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can guess where it's going, but I'm intrigued, so I want to read the rest of it now. Mm. So yeah, that and it, of course it made me think. So yeah, like we always say, it's a sign of a good book if it makes mm. you think. No, definitely, I'll give it definitely give it a nine as well, because. Um, 
I mean, there's only a certain books that the world building is like so good that you can actually be like, wow, check this world out. Yeah, it makes other you think about how the world yeah, is. Other people are just like forced and like, you don't for me, really feel like you're in it. Yeah, for me, it, um, any storytelling thing, I like it when the, I like it when the world is built around and, and the characters are fit, like they they fit into the world and then you see how the characters um, like work with the world. But I feel like a lot of books they just focus on one or the other, mm. and the the best books focus on like like making the best world, like making the most interesting world and making the most interesting characters to work in the to world. To work in the world, yeah, rather than the character and building the world around them, around them, the world. which can be hard because sometimes you can't like explain everything, so it's just like ah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a very, very good book. We enjoyed it. It was a good sci-fi. Were you, you feel like reading another sci-fi? Yeah, run down the line. Definitely. I, I think Hitchhiker's Guide to something. I've started reading that already. You are what? Um, but <laughs> I think we should revisit this one. Yeah. In like a month. I think we should read it. You are that. Yes, read all of them and then come back to it. And then we'll let you know like episode 15. Yeah, we'll it. make our own community. Yeah. <laughs> all right then, people. And the other <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be back on um, in a couple of days with Malcolm X's biography. Uh, this is one. This one's definitely going to be interesting, and you're going to hear all sorts of black power stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> the white man. <laughs> That's just going to be the whole episode. The white man. So you, guys don't, you guys don't need to choose tune in. You'll, you'll know what this. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be back with Malcolm X's autobiography. Um, thank you very much for listening, as always, and have a good week.